Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the show. My name is Aspen Meineke. I'm an engineer turned STEM educator, public speaker, and science communication coach. I created the Science Communication Made Easy podcast to not just talk about science communication, but actually give you these simple step-by-step strategies to help you, whether you're looking to get started or wanting to level up your communication skills. So if you want my secrets on all things content creation, public speaking, confidence, how to beat burnout and fight imposter syndrome, this is the place for you. It's time to find your voice and share your story. So let's get started. Welcome back to the Science Communication Made Easy podcast. I'm so excited that you're here. And for today's episode, we're going to talk about how to get your science content in the classroom. And so when I'm talking about science content, I mean things like an educational YouTube video teaching kids about a certain subject. Maybe you've created, you know, written a book. Maybe you've created worksheets for students to use. Um, So some sort of product that you can, you know, provide value with. So my first tip is to start, you know, networking and connecting with teachers. So a really easy way to do this is, you know, on Instagram and Twitter, there's a really big teacher community there. You can also go to teacher conferences as well. And, you know, if you're trying to network with somebody and get to know them, do not slide into their DMs with a link of, hey, I sent you, you know, this worksheet. Can you please look at it? Or, hey, you know, I want you to buy my book. Please, you know, purchase it here. If you don't know them, please don't do this. You want to get to know them first and lead with value. So maybe Maybe say, hey, I noticed you're teaching a segment in biology. That's what my background is in. I would love to do like a Q&A with your students. I would love to come in and do an outreach presentation. So again, if you're always when you're networking and getting to know people, um, always lead with value of some sort and what you can provide to them. And then later on in your relationship, then you can, you know, ask the, hey, can you buy this book? Hey, can you purchase this? And yes, this might mean at the beginning you're working for free or maybe even giving a book away for free until you can get some sort of testimonials and build up a reputation. And speaking of like testimonials and reviews, please, please collect these. So this is kind of a side note, but anytime you are, you know, maybe giving a product away for free, make sure you're collecting some sort of testimonial or a review in return. And this also goes for if you're wanting to become like a public speaker and, you know, become like a TV show host. Like you need to have people that can vouch for your speaking skills and your storytelling skills. So definitely uh, don't forget to get uh, reviews for outreach presentations as well. So my next tip is actually a series of mini tips for just what I personally look for when I'm wanting to share something with my students. So I love sharing YouTube videos from actual scientists and engineers in the field or, you know, tours of facilities to give my students some sort of real world idea of, you know, the actual science that's going on in the world and give them some sort of context. And these are also just observations from, you know, talking with teachers myself. And just to clarify, when I talk about my students, I'm talking about the kids in my after school and summer camp programs that I run. So just a little bit about what I do. Um, If you have any questions about what that's like, I'd love to do another podcast episode on that. But going back to this episode, so again, just some tips on what I look for in sharing content with my students. And this is really pertaining to YouTube videos because that's what I really share the most of. The first thing is that the videos can't be too long. So I really look for videos that are three to five minutes. 
and there are so many great incredibly done videos out there but they're like 10 to 15 minutes and while I understand there's probably a lot of information to share the kids attention spans just aren't long enough to show a 10 to 12 minute video I work with a lot of like elementary middle schoolers so maybe if I worked with some older kids you know like high school college that would work better but I've just found in general that three to five minute videos are kind of the key and I've actually chosen like not to share a video because it is too long or I've had to like cut it down and edit it myself um, so that's just a tip is that I look for videos that are like three to five minutes long and then I love videos that have the like trifecta of text pictures and audio so text is really great um, having somebody you know voicing over the video is awesome and then having some sort of like pictures or video to go along with it i found that when it's just sometimes pictures and audio the kids get a little distracted and aren't focusing so the text really helps keep them, keep them engaged um, so I would definitely try and have all three. And then that goes into my next tip, which is having an engaging and easy to understand narrator. Sometimes when I play videos, the narrators are either talking too fast or they're talking too slow or you can't understand them. So make, making sure you have a good narrator in that video is really important. And then I really like it when videos include some sort of real world concept along with teaching like scientific or mathematical principles. Again, that just really helps to give the students context and makes it exciting and engaging to show them, you know, how you can apply these principles or what they learned in the video in real life. And then my third tip is to get on Teachers Pay Teachers. So if you have not heard of this, this is a website where teachers post their content to share with other teachers. So they will share their you know curriculum, worksheets, etc. It's a really great resource. I've used it, so definitely go check that out. And I would definitely post your things there if you are wanting you know teachers to buy it and you're wanting to get in the classroom. Teachers Pay Teachers is a really great way to do so and for teachers to find you. And then I actually have a last minute bonus tip, and that is to make sure that your content is aligned to the standards. So when teachers are teaching concepts in the classroom, they have to follow standards. And these set of standards are basically guidelines that prepare students for the end of year, you know, big exam. And so a really popular science standard is called NGSS. And then I would also look into what your local state standards are. So this is really important and make sure, again, your content, whether that's curriculum, worksheets, even videos are aligned to the standards if you're wanting to get them to the classroom. I've seen so many, you know, great products created by scientists and engineers that unfortunately, you know, teachers aren't using because they actually, you know, can't use it during their classroom day because it's nowhere near aligned in the standards. So even if you feel like your content isn't directly linked into the standards, definitely try and find some sort of spin to put on it on where you could possibly integrate it. So that's all for today's episode. I hope you have a really good understanding of, again, how to get your content in the classroom. If you enjoyed this, please make sure to share it with a friend, and I will see you next time.